0: Yeah, yeah 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 what it is what it is your boy TDF aka buddy is and we in the low-fi vibe right quick before we even get this session started this right here is the vibe with buddy Israel hold on let me turn you up into my fucking volume real quick there you go <laughs> Now, Chigwa, your boy, when we get started in this. Yeah. Funny Big Facts Part 1 We're gonna be talking about cold idiots <laughs> Yeah Yeah I said it We're talking about these cold idiots <laughs> Yeah Get mixed up Baby, the lo-fi vibe with your boy, buddy, is Jig with your boy, yeah. (laughs) Sheesh, we're almost there. We're almost ready. We're almost getting into the session. Hang on, I got you. I got to get lit. This is your time to get lit, too so we can make moves and do what it do. So roll up, pull up, get into the jig. (laughs) Yeah. Feeling like new money. Feeling like new money. Oh I'm all on everything my nigga. And I love. Shout out my boy J third. Shout out my boy Dirty is fun. You don't really know those things right now, but. Soon there'll be household names and (laughs) names that you can't avoid. They'll be welcome in your home, sit down at your table, have dinner with you and your family while you discuss the intricacies of the boy buddy Israel, your man's Jay Third that disc-throwing, psychopath, dirty as thorn. It's a whole vibe out here, man. Yeah. So get pulled up, get smoked up. You know what? (laughs) <laughs> they say why as why if you know Yeah, you know You know, I gotta have like a pre-game pre-lit session, but this right here is a mock session the COVIDian. <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry about that y'all The next time I cough I'll be sure to mute myself That's gotta sound disturbing as hell It was at this moment that he knew He fucked up <laughs> Gang shit, gang shit, gang shit Yeah, yeah All oh, no type nonsense <coughs> Pardon me, y'all I Had to cough I Had to put you on mute for a second Alright So let's get into the lo-fi vibe, the background uh, music, where we'll be discussing um, COVID-Idiots, right? This right here that you're listening to is a Buddy Big Facts vibing, oh, excuse me, sorry, the vibe with Buddy Israel, and this is a segment within the vibe of Buddy Israel called Buddy Big Facts, and in this Buddy Big Facts session, we will be discussing COVID-Idiots. And how we got to this state in America. A little bit more lo-fi for you. See, that's the reason that we're coming at a chill like this. It's got to be a chill vibe. You feel me now? Yeah. Yeah. You feel that shit? I know you do. I, All right. I know you do let me give you a little bit of volume but at the same time I don't want to drown myself out I got to be able to hear myself this is the mock episode so before we even get started in this motherfucker I'm gonna need you to take a deep breath in I mean deep deep fill it down deep in your soul baby About four seconds and then release. Usa. One more time. Pull it all in. And now release with that Usa. Yeah. You feel that shit? That's the con. Calm before the storm. But let me tell you something, fam. And this Buddy Big Facts, we're going to get into some nitty-damn-gritty. And you're going to need that chill that I just gave you just now. You're going to need to learn how to breathe in, how to breathe out, how to woosah, how to goose-frawa. That's real talk. So let do And not to put you on, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I need to learn how to mute the mic when I'm about to burp and cough. (laughs) But what I was gonna say is not to put you on or stand you on ceremony. Let's just dive into the jig, man, and get to talking about the subject that we're all here for. And that's COVID-Idiots. That's COVID-19. Now, if we're gonna talk about COVID-19, we're gonna to have to start from the beginning give me a second i'm gonna turn down this volume in here a little bit so i can hear myself better there we go oh shit, shit, shit. get rid of the bus get rid of the bus sorry sorry we're just we're getting used to the sound uh in this first session okay here we go here we go there we go all right so now if we're going to talk about covid 19 and how we got to this state here in america we're gonna have to cover a number of topics and I'm gonna need you to stay with me, grab my hand and come with me down this rabbit hole. Don't let go. Cause if you do, I might lose you. That's a metaphor. It means pay attention. Otherwise you'll get lost down this rabbit hole that we call Buddy Big Facts. So let's start from the very beginning. 2017, when COVID-19 actually began to rear its ugly head, but it wasn't on the airwaves like that. See, it was 2017 when President Obama had warned Donald Trump's entire incoming cabinet his entire incoming administration. He had warned them that there is gonna be the brink of a potential global pandemic. Now, I don't know if this guy Trump was paying attention. It doesn't seem like he's the type to pay attention to anything. If you're a man as I am, and you're the type that observes not just an observer of life, but an observer of human behavior. If you're the type of person to sit there and just analyze a person through their gestures and their mannerisms, then anyone that does that will know that Donald Trump does not seem like the kind of man that pays attention to anything. In fact, it is on record and widely known that Donald Trump has skipped a plethora of presidential briefings. These presidential briefings are crucial to the state of our democracy, to the state of our union, which is funny. Oh, let me tell you, I bust a gut and clap the entire time during his state of the union. Nancy Pelosi ripping up his speech at the very end was just the icing, I know I would say the cherry on the cake because the icing was just watching this fucker flail through written, through written script. If somebody wrote that for you, obviously, you don't talk like that. You didn't happen to throw a bigly or a tremendous or fucking none of that shit in there. I'm sorry, we're getting off topic. We're rambling. But that's what happens when you get into the buddy Big Facts. Hold my hand. Otherwise, you'll get lost back on topic we're talking about 2017 and how obama warned the trump administration incoming that there was going to be a global pandemic that affects us on a massive scale i mean i think it was close to a million some odd americans dead that's what was reported ap cited too you don't believe me google it was warned of this pandemic But the thing about Trump is, to me he's a bit of an enigma, you know? I came up with this cliche very late in my life that, well, around the Trump administration, that you're not supposed to figure out stupidity because trying to figure out stupidity, okay, is nonsensical. It doesn't make sense That's why it's stupid. (laughs) Stop trying to make sense of something that doesn't. That's why it's called stupid, because it doesn't make sense on any scale. Trump is a bit of an enigma to me because when his incoming cabinet came in and was warned about all the things, oh, it wasn't just COVID-19, baby. It wasn't just COVID-19. They were warned of so much more than COVID nineteen, but we'll get into that in later, buddy. Big facts, and this buddy, big facts. We're gonna focus on COVID idiots, excuse me, COVID idiots, and how we got to this state of America. So, the Trump administration was basically. A ragtag team of what you would call the expendables. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because if you remember the Trump administration correctly, he fired a motherfucker every other week. He act like this damn presidency was the Apprentice, because every other freaking week he was firing somebody. This person got fired. That person got fired. This person got fired. And you see, the thing was, is that that person that was incoming to fill in that position had to brush up on the last, excuse me, mm, mm. Shit, should, I should have muted it there. Sorry, <laughs> I was burping because I've been drinking. But had to brush up on the last person's knowledge and it was like playing the telephone game with these people because this person got fired and they had to write down all the knowledge that they had from the administration that uh, they got from you know the time that they had gotten hired to the time that they're leaving for their predecessor, or not predecessor. I'm sorry, their apprentice. Not really apprentice. Like the per- that's funny. Donald Trump apprentice. Sorry, but the person that was coming in after them. You know what I'm saying? So they got that knowledge that okay, you're coming in, and now you're the sec- you're the Treasury, the Secretary of uh uh the Secretary of um transportation and now you got this fucking PDF on everything that you need to do your agenda and all this other good stuff but then probably a month or two months later you're fired and the next secretary of transportation has to come in and not only read your notes but the person that was before you mind you it's only been two months So with these people, it was like playing the telephone game. No wonder the entire White House, during the four years under this... uh, You know what? I will forgo. I will forgo coming up with a nasty name for this person at the time, because, like I said, this is just a mock-out, so... It would be a little... A little PC, not too much. Anybody that knows Buddy Israel knows that I am all about fuck politically correct. You will not get any politically correctness over here whatsoever, at all, ever. I don't believe in that. What I believe in is my First Amendment American right. And I also believe That that should not only be an American right, but it should be a world right. Amen and amen. But moving forward. Let's uh, move on beyond the fact that even though the Trump administration going in was warned about a global pandemic in 2017, that the people that were in his incoming administration were fired replaced, and fired, and replaced over and over again, causing a telephone game effect between these employees, I will call them, whatever, for lack of a better word, we'll call them employees, and that caused us to mismanage the shit out of this pandemic. Oh, well... Not only that, but we were supposed to get ahead of it a long time ago. If anybody remembers, this fucker Trump played more golf than he did anything else. He played more golf, and I don't know this, I'm not going to say this is AP-sided because this is Buddy Big Facts, that means we want to come with all the facts. And if I'm going to quote something, it has to be AP cited. But I'm going to guesstimate that this fucker Trump played more golf than he was in presidential briefings. Someone fact check me on that. Someone put the fact check on that because I'm anxious to hear from you. I want to know. Moving on. So, we've established that the incoming Trump administration mismanaged the COVID-19 pandemic, and it was because they were playing the telephone game, because one person would get hired, another person would get fired. And this person's lackadaisical attitude towards presidential policies. This wasn't a man that held political office at any level beforehand and we granted him that kind of power, Hmm, excuse me, quote unquote," we granted him that uh, kind of power. I hope you can feel the quotation marks in when I said that because that's going to touch on our next topic, I'm going to give you a bit of a lo-fi chill and we're going to touch on our next topic which will be troll farms, it's going to get a bit touchy. Because we're also going to talk about Russia. Lo-fi vibe with your boy. It's your boy, Buddy Israel, and we're getting into the vibe with Buddy Israel, more specifically the segment, Buddy Big Facts. I should put that in the bottom of the screen. Then again, this is a Bach episode. Thank you so much for joining. I'm going to turn the down, the lo-fi, so I can hear myself. And now let's get back into what we we're talking about. So, now... We were on how previously <laughs> on Buddy Big Facts, uh, we were on how the Trump administration had bungled the COVID 19 response by hiring and firing different administration personnel, which led to the telephone game within the administration, not to mention the lackadaisical attitude to presidential policies. We all know, and it is well documented, that he did not spend much time in presidential briefings, which are crucial to the state of our union and democracy. Moving forward from that, we're gonna move into something called troll farms. And how Russia is a big part of that. Now I told you in the beginning to grab my hand But I also should have warned you to hold on tight, because it's going to be a bumpy ride, baby. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Let us do. So, when it came to the 2016 election between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, it has been well documented, even in the Mueller report, that Russia had its hand in interfering with our election, and they did it in a way that would make it to the point that we could not, we could not seek retribution, for lack of a better word. We couldn't seek retribution them interfering in our election because they didn't do anything illegal you see what they did was you block excuse me you see what they did was utilize the power of social media by creating these things called troll farms and I urge you if you're listening to me right now I urge you to get on YouTube and type in the words troll farms that is a rabbit hole itself a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole if you will but I digress the point is is that Russia has been known to erect these buildings about six stories complex of about 300 maybe oh sorry about 900 uh, you know, units where they have people who are probably uh, focused their targets on a specific social media like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, mainly Twitter let me tell you, mainly Twitter. Oh, and we're going to sidebar over into Elon Musk real quick shout out Elon Musk we do fucks with Elon but we're gonna sidebar over into Elon Musk real quick and the struggles of a billionaire oh dab on I so when it comes to Russian troll farms they basically weren't doing anything illegal but they were exploiting a major flaw when it comes to social media, and that is that there's no internet accountability. If you get on the internet, you can basically say what you want, do what you want, and, and you know what I'm saying? Well, on social media, if, it, if you're on Facebook, you can basically get on this social media platform on Facebook and talk hella shit. You can talk hella shit on Facebook. You can say the most racist, the most disgusting, the most depraved things that you can imagine on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on these major platforms that basically drive the narrative of real, actual human beings who believe in certain causes And we won't get down that rabbit hole because that's a whole rabbit hole itself. I think maybe the next session we'll talk about troll farms, we'll expand on that because that's the thing itself. But they get on there and they can say whatever they want. And it's these accounts with thousands of people or which is the funny thing about troll farms is that it's either a building an entire building probably 900 plus people in this building who have about three or four counts each on these specific social media platforms because they designate you to your social media platform and all day all these people do is post the most Backwards, hateful, disinformation type shit ever. And anybody that has been military personnel or has served in armed combat, they will tell you that disinformation is a weapon too. But I digress. Let us move forward, I'm sorry. Sometimes I'll trip you up a little bit with uh, my grandma. But this is a mock episode, and we're just trying to, you know, give a couple (laughs) feelers. Sorry. Moving on. It was the widespread of disinformation upon social media that kind of stuck its craw, or stuck a monkey wrench in the gears of the progression of COVID-19. Now I know the CDC is very honorable. The CDC has not led us wrong yet. Let's be honest. They haven't bungled a single freaking thing until it came to COVID-19. And you know what? When they bungled it, when they, when they, excuse me for a second, I'm sorry. I had to take a breath. But when they did bongle it, quote unquote, they fessed up, they came forward and said, you know what America, we fucked up. We mismanaged the entire COVID-19 pandemic because our information was not consistent. And why was that? And it was because the widespread of disinformation through major social media platforms. I don't have to name them, you know who they are. This is not opinion, this is fact. This is a buddy big fact, cited from the Mueller report, which you can read on a Kickstarter that I'm gonna put up. I don't want to promote that right now. I'm not gonna put that in the ether, but I did, cor- I did erect a Kickstarter to uh, kind of change the social media game so that everyone on social media is held accountable and we have no bots or troll farms that drive the narrative on public opinion because it was those things, it was these troll farms that widespread this disinformation, not only about the 2016 election, yeah, I touched on that, but I'm focusing on the widespread disinformation that they used when it came to the COVID response. Now I did give my shout outs to the CDC because they're Listen, not too many companies, especially major corporations, especially government entities, will come forward and admit when they fucked up. And the CDC rarely fucks up, but when they did, they came forward, and hey, I commend them for that. But it's not too much entirely their fault. A lot of this is social media's fault the widespread of disinformation given to us by these troll farms. And troll farms can vary from 900 people in a six story complex building to one person. One person, a single person with a hundred mobile capable devices I'm sorry, Uh, (laughs) internet-capable devices and a hundred fake accounts posting hateful disinformation all day to this platform. Ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not, and this is a buddy big facts, upon the hallelujah on my face, there have been times that I have gone to Facebook platforms like advertisement groups, advertisement groups. If I'm lying, I'm dying upon the hallelujah on my face. There is now an advertisement group, facebook.com slash group slash add the here. That group, I have gone to that group and many a times have I seen things like and excuse me for being crass, but I'm just being real and on-PC. But there have been many things that I have seen on this platform, like bestiality, a dog fucking a woman from behind. I've seen in these advertisement groups. Once again, that is Facebook.com/groups/adv here. of those groups man basically it's a lot of these groups I've noticed I've come on the Facebook to advertise my business and sorry for plugging my thing right now but it's omofashion.com it's smhamerica.com it's BuddyIsrael.com. thank you for joining me (laughs) But I've gone to these platforms, and I've seen the most absurd things on social media. And it's because these troll farms, oh, they don't care. You ban that account, they have 16 more accounts ready to go. ap cited fact, and you can look this up. I probably should put this on um, BuddyIsrael.com just so you would uh, get a good look at what's up. Why I want to create this social media platform. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to plug myself. We're going to stay on topic. But the point is is that all they have to do is just switch over. This, plat- this account gets banned, switch over to the next account. I've seen gore and murder and some 4chan level shit on Facebook. But mind you, let me fucking post a suggestive picture, or a suggestive silhouette, not even a picture, and my account gets banned for 30 days. Not just my account, my business too. I have businesses on Facebook. I won't promote them right now, I'm just trying to stay on topic. But... COVID-19 was also mismanaged by a widespread of disinformation from social media platforms that basically control the narrative on public opinion. And it doesn't take much, it doesn't take much to trigger Americans I believe, I don't know this for a fact, but I know for a fact that I did come across this. But I'm saying that I believe that it, it, it was in the Mueller report that that was the whole ideology behind the Russian troll farms, was to divide Americans, divide us through our public opinion, so they could elect someone who called Putin a genius, your Russian army is flailing and can barely stand up to Ukraine. You've elected, you've erected a a policy that calls upon 300,000 Russian men and men and women of your country have began to flee and are still fleeing or hiding. Yes, but this person is a genius, you say. Perhaps Donald Trump called him that because he had top secret military documents at Mar a Lago. And in my personal opinion, someone should check the visitation logs on that son of a bitch. Ah, but we're getting off topic. I want to revisit some of these topics. The first thing that we touched on is that in the beginning, how the COVID vaccine, I'm sorry, how the COVID pandemic was mismanaged and it was because the entire Trump administration was playing the telephone game. This person gets hired, this person gets fired. This person has to remember what the last person did. Wash and repeat. Secondly, how things were mismanaged. One more time, shout out CDC. It's not really your fault but I do commend you for taking responsibility for the mismanagement of the COVID-19 response, but it wasn't necessarily your fault because why we touched on the COVID-19 widespread disinformation. on The social media platforms that require no internet accountability, Now, no internet accountability is another topic I want to talk on, Mm, excuse me, is another topic I'm going to want to talk on and Another Buddy Big Facts, but it's going to coincide with um, the troll farm, so I'm going to pair those two together, the troll farming as well as internet accountability we're gonna put you on a quick pause for the cause because we just wrapped up those two points one the incoming administration playing the telephone game two the widespread of disinformation through social media platforms and troll farming whether it be one person on a platform in a building with others in the hundreds or whether it be one person with about 100 devices. Ooh, I love this lo-fi so much. We're going to rare... This is a rare moment. I'm going to back it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to let you vibe out to it. But uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for Jigging with that lo-fi real quick While I do my ting yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that But uh I'm still puffing this blood And uh We're gonna get back into the session These COVID The state of America and how we got here Covered two key topics. The beginning, troll farms, and internet accountability. But now we're going to move on to public opinion. The effects of the internet, or more specifically, widespread disinformation through social media because anybody that knows Donald Trump knows that he has been quoted a number of times citing things from baseless social media platforms bloggers without AP citation AP citation for those who don't know is I guess you could say in a nutshell, articles and information deemed factual and cited by the associate press. Something that's become a lot more prominent in uh, (laughs) information gathering, I guess. And it's because, uh, you know, the whole term fake news. Sorry, I'm still buffing all this blood we put this shit down. So good, bro. I love cookies. I love cookies. Shout out, Burner. Smoke. Real one, real one, real one. Excuse me. Back there because I had to cough real bad <laughs> and I had to because I'm gonna drink. But this is just a mock episode, so we'll have that all scheduled and planned out to do what we're gonna do, but we're gonna continue <clears throat> now. When it came to the widespread of this disinformation, everyone was susceptible. From the higher-ups to the lower-downs, everyone's was susceptible. There have been many a times that I've seen uh, new segments that included someone talking about their aunt or their grandmother, you know, someone who was uh, elderly. The elderly is mostly susceptible to this type of stuff, but, you know, the elderly that are technologically savvy, um, they were... I guess you could say they were quoted going down the Facebook rabbit hole. You know, disinformation. There's an actual thing. I think you can Google this. You could probably Google this. I'll try Googling it on another break. But um, you can Google this. They call it Facebook auntie. I think I heard that term. It's a term called Facebook auntie. And Facebook auntie is a term meaning that this woman, She listens to so much disinformation that was posted on Facebook that she's kind of warped in her head a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She's like those QAnon people. Well, you know what? I should have just said that. I should have just said that. I didn't even have to sit here and explain Facebook, auntie. I could have just said QAnon people. So... As a result of widespread disinformation, we have QAnon people now. It's kind of like 4chan stuck its dirty foot inside of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Because there's no internet accountability. There's just these... Things popping up out of nowhere, spreading this disinformation, and the most prominent one would be QAnon. Now let me tell you something. The internet is, for lack of better term, it's fine, okay? Yeah, it's it it's it's very crass. And there's a lot of fucked up holes in it to it, but it's not all that it's cracked up to be. It's not, you know what I'm saying, it's not all that it's hype, that you're hyping up to be. The internet's just fine, okay? And (laughs) I, I say that to say this, you know what I mean? I'm downplaying the level of which it's flawed. I'm pretty much calling a pile of shit like, oh, well that's it's kind of like seeing someone who you know drew a picture in front of you and it was god-awful terrible and made you feel some type of way and will probably haunt your nightmares for all eternity but you told them oh yeah it's nice that's kind of how I feel about the internet right now no cap no cap that's how I feel about the internet right now And, and it's because of the zero accountability so now you got things like the internet affecting real life. QAnon, you see, QAnon is—I was—I was, I was going to say was, but QAnon, for those who don't know, is a well-known information troll, disinformation troll. Sorry, I wanted to say, wanted to clarify that there are famous disinformation troll, anybody that wants to, you can, um uh, Google QAnon right now and you'll get a, oh, you'll get a fuck ton of information, or maybe some disinformation, who knows? I Moving on. But, uh, QAnon had erected this story that a pizza shop was harboring little children for pedophile reasons in their basement. And it had something to do with Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration. Pizzagate, I think they called it. If you ever get the chance, get on Google and type in Pizzagate. A man I won't I won't even get down that rabbit hole I'm just gonna say a man was quoted sorry quoted sorry a man it was quoted that a man had went into this pizza shop with a fully automated rifle well a fully automatic rifle sorry I'm a little lit but a fully automatic rifle and demanded that these people take him to their basement so he can see if there's little kids down there because he was trying to rescue those kids now I don't blame that person though I do question their intelligence highly I highly question that person but I do not question their motives. I'm pretty sure that their motives were pure. Their motive wasn't to come in there and hurt anyone. Because when they went in there with a assault, with an assault rifle to investigate to see if there were any children down there in a basement, which I think the pizza parlor did not even have. Sorry. So anyway... Uh, <laughs> When he went there and did that, he didn't hurt anyone. He just went in there with an assault rifle and demanded to to see, demanded to know, which they obliged him and he didn't find anything. But the man was later uh, detained and I wouldn't put it past him to claim some type of mental health ailment uh, to get off on those charges. Because like I said, I do question his intelligence and following such a cockamamie Dan story, but I do not question his motives. I'm pretty sure his heart was in the right place. Uh, 200, 300 hours community service, sir, you know? And I, I, I desperately need those community service hours to be in a library or a place of education because I feel like it was due to your lack of education that you did something that you thought was heroic. And it's not your fault. I'll tell you whose fault it is, QAnon. The troll that spread that information out there for that person who is of less intelligence than the average man, God bless their soul, but has a good soul enough to go and want to rescue kids that are being held captive by a a pedophilia ring. Though I commend this man's actions, I condemn the way that he got the information to go about this. And that is just the effects that troll farms, trolling and not having internet accountability affects real life that's the third topic that we're touching on because we touched on the beginning and we touched on troll farms now we're touching on how troll farms and the internet the meta world affects real life excuse me why I get this drink of water I get a little cotton music. Moving on, it has affected it so much so that troll farming is now a a physical thing, a tangible thing. I I wouldn't know how to explain it at this point in time. I am slizzard Smooth, (laughs) and I didn't research the term beforehand. Mind you, this is a mock episode. Welcome. Thank you so much. If you stuck with me this entire time, if you've been holding my hand down this rabbit hole and you gripped on tight like I said a little bit too late in the session, thank you. We're going to move forward into this. Because troll farming has taken its physical form. in the means of what I feel to be the most depraved thing to come from the American democracy. Excuse me, I wanna step on my words, but I will say one of the most depraved things to come from the American democracy that I've ever known in my lifetime. And I feel like that my ancestors would have probably ever known in their lifetime, and that is physical troll farming, I guess I could say. You see, there are these entities, like crowd-sourcing, crowd-forming, I don't really know what to call them, but you can Google this, this is another Buddy Big Facts, but there are these companies that if you go in there and pay them about $5,000 They will hire about 50, 60 people, which is a lot of people in a gathering. 50, 60 people is a lot of people in a gathering. You don't think so, but it it is. But they'll gather about 50, 60 people, about $5,000, you pay these companies, they'll gather 50, 60 people with picket signs, and flags and, and whatever have you, streamers and whatnot, to support a cause, to quote unquote, I hope you can hear the quotation in my voice, but they will quote unquote support a cause, a cause mind you, that these people don't even believe in. Oh, how I wish this was illegal. It is not. So what these people do, any narrative that they want to drive, any narrative, your narrative can be, I don't want people buying sodas on a Sunday in this particular part of the county. And because you have stock in something like Coca-Cola and you want to drive the narrative that sodas on a Sunday is ungodly or religious or something like that. Most of the time people that try to drive a narrative that will erect enough emotion for people to do something about it, they'll evolve they'll involve key components. And one of those key components is religion. another one of those key components is children <laughs> we would already know that from pizza game but I digress now they'll say something like and I'm just giving an example right now well they'll say something like sodas on a Sunday is an ungodly thing you know yada 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 they'll drive this narrative they'll even pay money on these social media platforms to blow up that narrative so it is seen more in the algorithms and whether you like it or not social media algorithms on things like Facebook Instagram and Twitter are so prevalent now that they affect the algorithm of the biggest search engine in the world Google so when you go to Google something like buddy Israel Get your boy. I'm sorry. I didn't want to promote myself. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. But when you go to Google certain things, you will get social media. You will get social media hits before you get anything else. Like I just said, and I don't mean to promote myself, but I'm making an example. If you Google Buddy Israel, you will get my Instagram. You will get my Twitter. You will get so many other things before... You even get my website and that's because the social media is so prevalent in excuse me i need something to drink prevalent or prominent i think the word is prominent it may not be prevalent i'm sorry i have a little throat i have a little throat excuse me but it's so big it's so you know monumentous on the internet that it is damn near the internet as a matter of fact John Oliver was quoted saying that in certain part of the countries Facebook serves as the internet in certain parts of the world I'm sorry not certain parts of this country in certain parts of the world Facebook serves as the internet it's kind of like YouTube in India youtube serves as television there it's as big as television there while we here in america have things like broadcast tv cable tv different streaming services that we watch over there in india youtube is just as big as any other fucking service that we have here And I say that to say this, it is these social media platforms that hold no accountability. These platforms that allow you to create multiple accounts without identifying yourself as a person, an actual person, as who you are, to spread widespread disinformation, which causes things to happen in the physical world. And now we have these business entities, to where if you want to drive a narrative, you can walk in there with $5,000 pay, them. they'll hire 50 to fucking 100 people to run around with picket signs and fences and stuff and protest your narrative. And they don't even have to believe in it. Bruh. No cap. You don't believe me? Check out John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. Or go to smhamerica.com. Search under John Oliver. And you'll see that I have that as a segment. Moving on. We touched on three points. But there's a fourth point that I really do want to touch on. Ooh, excuse me so much. I should have muted myself. I'm sorry. But, but there is a fourth point that I do want to touch on when it comes to covid And that is the last point. The widespread of disinformation to the point that now We have people saying, oh, I don't want to get a life-saving vaccine because it's my choice. Assholes like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's a name drop. And I call him an asshole not because of his choice to not want to get the vaccine. Not because of his choice to say, no, this vaccine is not for me. I'll stick to more homeopathic methods of curing myself, not because of that, because that is America. I don't call him an asshole because of that. I call him an asshole because this is a man that has to get in a huddle with other men and breathe his hot ass COVID fucking breath all over these other people who I pray to God got vaccinated and didn't listen to the widespread disinformation that comes from social media or by extent, the world's largest social media platform because we've already established that if you Google Buddy Israel, sorry to promo myself, you will get my social medias before you get my platform. There is no internet accountability. And you got motherfuckers like Kyrie Irving. That's another name drop. Bruh. Sorry. But, I'm pissed off at that a-hole. Not because of his choice to wanna, you know, not get the vaccine. But because he was quoted saying that he's going to, quote unquote, do his own research. Motherfucker, please. Unless your research looks like some Dexter's Laboratory type shit. Shut the fuck up. Because I'm pretty sure your ass ain't in your fucking house or mansion or probably because you do play for the NBA. I give your etiquettes, my nigga. But I'm pretty sure there is not a room in your house where you got like beakers and fucking lab equipment, bunts and burners and shit and you fucking going over this shit with your goggles and your lab coat. You do not know more than a motherfucker who has spent more than 20 hours a day trying to defeat this mutating son of a bitch. So miss me with all that I'm doing my own research shit upset with him about that but other than that i respect his choice that's what america is and i love america oh i say that with all of my heart like i love my god i love america it is my land it is my home For God and for country is why I do all that I do. Amen and amen. The hallelujah on my face. It is for God and for country. I am a man of God and a patriot at that. I'm gonna wrap this session up. I'm gonna let you get into the low 5-5 on an outro to uh explain how we fucked this whole COVID pandemic thing up. And there are other talks that I want to talk on and about, you know, like quarantine and the effects of American citizens, how we dealt with quarantine, what it did to us mentally, because we don't talk about that. No one talks about the effects of people's mental state trying to come out of quarantine, because I'll be honest with you, I, to this day, am still trying to make my way out of the quarantine life. And this session that you're listening to right now I guess you could say it's my coming out party. i trying to make my comeback. The pandemic was not nice to me. But if it's the Lord's will, then, you know, I'll do his work. Like I said, for God and for country. So like I said, I'm gonna let you go out with this low five vibe. Uh, thank you for Joining me in the session Smoking, choking, loking With your boy <laughs> <laughs> And this has been The vibe With Buddy Israel Specifically Buddy Big Facts Colon co again the mock episode, not the real episode, but But yeah, alright.